Welcome to the Painted Target Podcast. target podcast at aware integrate on twitter awarenessintegrations.com doing this one solo today but it's a very important topic because it's something we see all the time something we deal with all the time something we see online all the time even from the people that are claiming to be so i don't know they claim something new every day masculine alpha tough this or that whatever bullshit they come up with for the week but there's an interesting thing you always see is that if anyone goes against their narrative they react so they don't want to use this word they you know most people they think they're non-emotional they think they're tough whatever but they're full of emotion. We see this on ta- all the time online with people reacting to comments or tweets or whatever it is on social media. So you have to ask the question why. You have to ask why would anyone care at all if a human being that they don't even know, that technically isn't even real because it's just words on a digital platform, Why would they care so much what somebody else says? I heard it said once on a podcast that everybody feels something when someone comments about them. When someone says something bad about them. When someone replies or whatever. I don't agree with that at all. Because I don't understand what there is to feel when a digital set of words comes back at you so when you ask why this happens it usually comes back to insecurity so you don't even have to look at this as a bad word because everybody's got their own insecurities but the ones that are aware of them are the ones that transcend them fix them and the ones that are free from them But if you're online and somebody says something to you and you immediately emotionally react, get into a thread war with them, back and forth, blocking, all this crap, it's because they triggered something in you that you're not 100% secure about. Because if you were secure, why would you care? That's the main question. Guy online, Ascendant Power is his name, tweeted me back and used the words, Who cares? I remember looking at that and thinking that's the easiest way to put it. That's the best question to ask is who cares? So if you see something online and it pisses you off, ask why. Well, you could say this person's this or that. They're stupid. They're this. Every word you come up with, okay, why do you care? Why would you spend time in your day responding or doing anything to interact with these people that you don't agree with 
It's like debate. Most debates are designed for two people to not change each other's minds. It's a waste of time. There could be good debates, but you don't see that much. So why would you care about what somebody says? Why would you care in general what somebody says? I don't care where you are. So there's a human factor because there are times where it could be a legitimate threat. But in most times, especially 2019, it's not a threat. Not a life-threatening threat. So the question once again is why, and when you really look at it, you see that it's an insecurity. There's something there that's not sitting right with you, and that's why you react. But nobody wants to look that deep, because who wants to admit that? Who wants to say that? Plus, we don't think we are. We think we're trying to prove our point. But this is where you get deep into it, and if you've done any internal work, besides a lot of the crap you read online, which are just mental band-aids, you can see that there are things that we're not 100% secure with. And because of that, we want to change someone else's mind because we're social creatures. So we say, well, if this person agrees with me, then there's something to it. It's a certification. It's a, it's a mental footnote. Well, this guy, he agrees with me. But it all comes back to security. You can argue that there's intellectual discussion. That's fine. People like having that. Mature people, that's good. That's a good thing to have. But most of the time what you see is a reaction. So why would you need to change anyone else's mind? Why would you need to show somebody your position? Why would you need to bring them to your side? If you are secure in your own position, why would you have to do that? If you're secure in who you are and what you are, why would anything outside of you or outside of that context mean anything? So there's always situations where things can change. You could listen to this and say, well, that makes no sense for X or Y or whatever. Okay. There's always different contexts, but... In most of them, especially nowadays with our culture, everything is reactive. It's what we see in the news. It's what we see online. But nobody's asking the question, why are we reactive? Well, because this person said this and it's not nice. Okay, who cares? Who cares? Yeah, they said it. Okay, who gives a shit? What's the problem? We have to ask these questions, but nobody's asking them. Some of it's egoic, you know, reactionary behavior. But what people get confused is they get ego confused with confidence. Ego is someone that's not confident, so they're masking it with an overabundance of ego, which is a projection. People that are secure, people that are really confident, they don't care what other people think. What's that saying? Wolves don't care about the opinions of sheep. Good leaders do not care what someone says that's outside of their leadership realm. When one of their guys will bring something up, they take it into consideration. It's not about being arrogant. 
But if something is so far outside their reality, then yes, they don't care. If you're somebody online that has an advanced degree in nutrition or something, and someone comes on that you have no clue who they are and says, well, you're wrong, why would you ever respond to that? You see it online every day. People with big credentials getting into Twitter wars with random accounts because they go against what they say. So that's the other element of it is an image. It's an image created. I'm blank, blank, blank. And if someone attacks that image, now the threat is real to them because they have an online image or business or whatever. And someone's threatening that. But you could not respond because you're so confident in your position, in your business, in your standing online. But we rarely see that. And then when you get to the awareness aspect of it, as the Stoics say, you are at the whim of whatever you're offended by. Because no human being is going to listen to your side specifically and be on your side 100%. I don't care if they're on your team, your political leanings, whatever. Everybody's different. So if you're dependent on a theory or a concept outside of you, meaning your internal position, then you're going to be thrown around your whole life. Your whole life is at the whim of what's outside of you. So now you're never really living life. You're just living the reactionary behavior of what's outside of you. It's like a pinball machine. You're just bouncing off the walls of whatever is outside of you. You wake up in the morning thinking you're going to change the world because of X, Y, and Z or your political views or whatever, but nothing changes because nobody's ever going to fully agree with you. If you're trying to change the views of somebody else, good luck with that. Because the only way it's going to change is through experience, through subjective experience. It's not going to change because you said something. You could push them in the right direction and that might be all they need. And that's good, but it has to stop there. It's a dog on a leash to a concept. And that's why I have a problem with the theories that get too conceptual and too over the top. Because what are you gaining by another mental box that you create that you try to stay stuck in all the time? It's like with frames when people talk about holding frames. Why would you have to hold something that you already are? Why would you have to worry about slipping out of something that you are, that you do daily? Why would you have to worry about that? If you are that frame then why do you have to worry about losing it? So we have to ask these questions. I said it in another podcast. You have to ask why, but it hurts. Because you're going to ask why, and you're going to get questions. You're going to get answers. You're going to get things you don't like. And most of the time, it comes down to our insecurities. Like I said, we all have them. But how realistic, how confident, how aware are you to actually look at them? Because the only people that ever get better in anything are the ones that screw up, own it, and move on. That's transcendence. There's the good, there's the bad, there's where I screwed up, roger that, move on. That's it. 
You could play around with these concepts all day. You could play around with these frames and these mindsets and all this garbage. But that's a starting point. That's not the end goal. And it's not something that should be quote unquote practiced every day. Because if you're practicing something every day, well, when are you going to be that thing you're practicing? People that are professional athletes, they practice. But you better believe that foundation is so strong that if they missed a few, it wouldn't matter. They take action. They do. It's not a practice. They do. So the next thing that I hear is people say it's impossible. There's no way you can't react. What do you mean? You have to do this. You have to do that. Okay. Why? Unless your life is threatened, why do you have to do that? What do you gain? There's always situations where you do have to do something, but not always online. What's being gained? That's not even a hedonistic thing, but what is being gained? Somebody said something about me. If I don't respond, what happens? Your ego gets hurt. You should have a big enough resume and enough confidence that anyone on the street could come up to you and say something and you just smile and walk away. Because you know that if you were out of control or if it went another way, it would not be good for that person. There's a lot of people out there with big backgrounds, people that I know, people that were in my past and previous jobs that had did a lot of things, some things that were pretty intense. And you better believe they weren't getting into bar fights. They weren't getting into Twitter wars. They knew what they were capable of. They knew what they had done, and that's all that mattered. People around them in a bar setting that may have pointed the finger or been this or been that or thought something about it, you think he cared? This is the high-level mastery that everybody talks about, but nobody's doing it because they're still reacting to everything under the sun because they're holding these titles. They're masculine, they're alpha, they're masters, they're, they're all these things. But if anything goes outside of that, they have to react. That's the exact opposite of control. That's the exact opposite of real control. Control itself is a myth because there's too many things we can't figure out in the moment, the future, whatever. But real control is having such an internal foundation that it essentially doesn't matter what happens outside of that as long as you have done everything you can do, taken that action, and made the moves. You have to ask why. Why are you looking at that tweet and getting pissed off? Why are you looking at someone when you're out and getting pissed off? Probably because that person reminds you of yourself in some ways. So there's always multiple angles to every situation. Don't listen to what I say and think it's the end all be all. But I can tell you that the secure people, the confident people, and the real masters are not responding to bullshit on Twitter. All right. I'll see you guys next time. This episode of the Painted Target podcast was brought to you by Awareness Integrations. 
Only you care about your problems. The Painted Target is also sponsored by Grave Delay Athletics, apparel that says I'm going to live well and cheat death. 